0: Electronic Specifier. Hello and welcome back to the Electronic Specifier Insights podcast. Today is a particularly interesting topic as we have Marcel Bainster, who is the CTO at Solid Sands, here to explain the evolution of C compiler testing from 1984 all the way through to today. Founded back in 2014, Solid Sands partners all over the world and serves both leading and innovative companies in the semiconductor, IP and security industries as well as safety critical companies in automotive, robotics, railway and medical. Their mission is to put quality into c and they do that by improving the quality of c and c++ compilers libraries analysis tools and by enabling their safe and secure to use the quality level of solid sands test suite makes its own software testing and qualification able to achieve iso compliance and functional safety standard requirements so definitely the experts that we want to be talking to in terms of the evolution of C compiler testing. Marcel, it's so good to have you join us today. How are you?
1: I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the invitation. It's it's great to be in the the podcast. Uh...
0: No, it's our pleasure. Thank you so much for, for being one of our guests. I'm excited to learn more about obviously solid stands and the whole evolution of C compiler testing in general. So I guess to start with for our listeners. Maybe you could just explain a little bit more about your role in Sands and what you guys do in, in a more general term.
1: Yeah, sure. So Sands started in 2014, so we exist now for seven years. Our focus is on compiler testing of C and C++ compilers. Now, C and C++ are still amazingly popular languages, so especially in the embedded world, they're by far the number one languages used, even though... C, of course, it has its roots all the way back to uh, 1970 or so. And what we do is, is provide a test platform called SuperTest for the testing of C implementations. And yeah, C implementation has two parts. Uh, one part is the compiler itself. The other part is the library that comes with the compiler. And that testing is based on the language specification. So there is a C language specification. It's it's a real ISO specification. And that means it's it's a very thorough document and it's very well discussed and understood by many people. There are also regular updates of it. And uh, yeah, what the test platform Supertest tries to establish is that given implementation of the C compiler is compliant with that definition of, of the language. And uh, yeah, in recent years, uh, so SolidSense started out, uh, yeah, basically as a testing customer uh, company. Uh, we started with an existing product. So we did not develop SuperTest completely from scratch. We, we are a spin out from our parent company, Ace, who, uh, who developed compilers. They were a compiler development company. So they needed the test capability and we took that part of the company that that super test part small part of the company and started our own company around it, together with my co-founder uh, Mariana Damstra. Mariana is taking care of the commercial side of the company my role is the, the technical side so that's uh, how I ended up being the CTO and in in recent years uh yeah besides just Compiler testing for for companies, big companies that that make their own compilers. Um, we also do more and more work in the world of uh, safety, safety critical devices, in particular the, the car industry, the automotive industry, where these compilers are used uh, to compile the software. So a compiler takes in the source code, generates assembly code out of that or instruction instructions out of that, and they are executed. On the device, on the car, in the car, or in the in the train, or in your airplane, and of course that the translation part is, is such a big uh, step in the program development that it's very important to keep that correct, and and that's where safety plays a role, and that means that users of the compiler, so no longer just developers, but also the users, want to make sure that the compiler works well in their particular setup, in their particular configuration, and so that service uh, we also provide uh, or they can just buy super tests and do it themselves
0: oh wow you obviously there mentioned automotive being one of the industries is that one of the biggest industries for c compiler testing and if so what other industries is this often the lot in
1: yeah we work for a variety of of customers the advantage of uh, the automotive industry is that they have quite useful uh, safety standards so And and that means that that safety standards are actually, they describe a process of software development, of of tool qualification in in our case, a process for compiler testing as well. And the nice thing of the the standard in the the automotive industry is is that it's quite hands-on. It it tells you, okay, this is the process. These are the steps. So it's not rocket science to do that. If you look at other industries and in particular the, the, the airplane industry, that is much more regulated, and there's a good reason for that, of course, because an accident in, in with an airplane has a much bigger consequence than an accident with a single car. But there, the requirements are, are so difficult and so high that, uh, yeah, there's only a very specialized group of users that can can apply those those standards. And in in the automotive industry, yeah, because the the, the safety standard is so practical. Many people can can use it, and that is also a very good thing because then that, that means that much more people have access to to safe compilers and develop their software with with a safe compiler.
0: Amazing. Obviously, we've spoken about safety so far. That's obviously one of the important reasons. But why is the compiler testing so important besides, obviously, the safety reason?
1: Yeah, these compilers are enormously complex. So a typical compiler today has us in the order of of four to six million lines of source code. And the the way a compiler is structured is also... It's a sort of a pipeline of, of, of components. So first... The, the the source program is read by the compiler it's translated into an intermediate representation then globally speaking there are all kinds of transformations on that intermediate representation in particular optimizations to make the code faster and and more efficient to execute on the target platform some of these optimizations are target dependent even they they even though they are quite high level decisions like how many times should I unroll roll a loop? The, the optimal value of that depends on the target, what kind of target you're, you're uh, compiling for, what kind of processor. And then after many, many translation steps, transformation steps, you have the code generator. And that in itself is an enormously complex part of software that tries to do optimal register allocation at the same time as optimal scheduling. And those are very difficult difficult constraints to get right. And so yeah the whole thing is is very, very complex. It, the software engineering of compilers these days it's yeah it''s it's, it's quite amazing that, that these things work at all, but they are also used so frequently. so every every user of a Linux system and there are so many cloud Linux systems, they are all based on, on the GCC compiler and so these these compilers are used also, enormously much and, and so so many applications and so many cases that they also very well tested out in the field. Now still especially when you're developing compilers you want to know that your compiler works well and then you need some kind of test suite to verify that whatever change you made has the right effects and so it's it's this enormous complexity of the compiler. Uh, in combination with with the very important task that the compiler has to to generate correct code, so that the users can can trust the compiler. It's also when you are a user of a compiler, when you're you're developing code, you are obviously uh, yeah thinking about your own code, and you, you're thinking about how can I best implement uh, my application. What is the smartest way to do this? How does it interact with that? And yeah, undoubtedly, sometimes you hit errors, you, you make a mistake somewhere, and then your program doesn't work right. Now, then what you want in the in the debugging process of that, you want to, to debug your fault, your application, and you don't want to debug the tool that's in between there. You don't want to distrust the tool that, that's sitting in there that may have introduced an error that's extremely annoying when you're focusing on your application and your thing and as a third-party tool, that doesn't cooperate with what you want and introduces errors and makes your application uh, go bad in in one way or the other. So, so compiler users are also highly critical on, on the reliability of the compiler.
0: It's it's obvious to see obviously how important and critical this is, like you just explained. So, what are some of the consequences of failing to test properly? Like, how bad can that result in? In a situation
1: it's obvious for for safety critical applications basically anything can happen so if you if you are talking about controller for the brakes in the car yeah that that controller is is a, is a piece of software that's in a piece of hardware and the hardware there has full control over the brakes so so that hardware can basically do anything so if the program that controls the hardware goes wrong yeah anything can happen you could drive at a high speed and suddenly the car could could go into a high speed slip or 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 you could try to break the car but nothing happens so those things are extremely important to get right and yeah there is compiled code in these controllers and and these these software parts of 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 the controllers and so you want to be able to rely on the test now those are the, the very safety critical things but In general, as I said, it's also extremely annoying if you, as a user of a tool, cannot rely on the tool. When you're working with a word processor and uh, maybe even 10% of the time, the word processor loses your document, uh, you will not last long with that word processor. You're going to replace it by something else that is more reliable. So that's another reasonable reason. It's just also the user experience of, of having correct implementation
0: yes and obviously you said that solid Sands was founded back in 2014 but the c compiler testing has been around obviously a lot longer than that and i wanted to know how a little bit how it's kind of evolved so how has the testing requirements changed since 1984
1: yeah the, the year 1984 is mentioned there because the, the oldest test in supertest our test suite dates back to 1984 so that's always also it's a nice thing about supertest that it it has a very long history and you can find in there pieces of code that we know uh, have been programmed have been started in 1984 so that's a nice thing and yeah th- a lot of things change and the reason to start compiler testing in in 1984 in that time was that at that time, uh, people started to think about, okay, what is this C compiler? At the time, the C language was described by an excellent book, the the C programming language by Koenig and Ritchie. Ritchie. And that book is is amazing because it's it's not just sort of a user manual of how to program C, but it, it provides also nice pieces of algorithm. It also introduces the language C one step at a time. But people also started to realize that whatever amazing that book is, it didn't define all the details of C. It didn't define all the nitty gritty details, like what happens when you add something uh, beyond the size of an integer? What happens then? Is is the value going to wrap around or uh, is that defined at all? So all of those things are not all of those, but many of those those corner cases, those difficult uh, cases that you experience at the, at the edges of the language are not defined in such a manual, a language manual. And so around that time, people started thinking about standardization of the C language. People recognized the importance of, uh, of, of the C compiler in, in many applications. So they wanted to have a firm basis on which they could build that, that compiler and, and, and understand the language. It's also very important for portability because there are, for C, uh, certainly there are hundreds of compilers. And, and maybe in the early, in, in the 90s, there may have been thousands of different compilers for C. And you also want portability of your program. So you want to take a piece of program that you've written with one compiler for one system, you want to execute it on another system and you want them to see that it also runs right. So those were the days that that people started thinking about uh, standardizing the C language. And that that was realized in, in 1989 with what's called the NCC C specification. That's an NC document. NC is the American National Standardization Institute. And very quickly after that, that same document was was ratified by the ISO as well. and that that, that started the working group on, on C. and that working group I still it, it still exists. so people are still talking about the C standard and thinking about new uh, features in the C language. Now obviously when you have such a language specification, then you want also to, to verify that a particular compiler adheres and is compliant to the language. Specifications. So yeah, those were the days of of porting compilers. In in those days, days, there were enormous developments in in hardware development, in processor development. There were new microprocessors coming out. This was just after the the IBM PC was announced, a couple of years after the IBM PC was announced. So microprocessors started appearing on the market and, and people wanted to have new compilers for those processors and, and new hardware machines, the PDPs, the VAX machines. There were all kinds of competition for the VAX machines. They all needed a compiler implementation. So, yeah, when you start implementing a compiler, uh, how do you test it? And then you need a test suite that is is good enough for that. Now, since those years, yeah, we, we have learned a lot in, in more in, in general programming and general software engineering about uh, good testing technology and today we are very used to, to having continuous integration uh, switch which means that you develop your software uh, but once it is checked into the repository it automatically goes through this this testing phase for your application and so we are very much used to having this Continuous testing and integration uh, tooling uh, around us today in, in software engineers engineering, but back in those days that was not typical. At, at the end, in those days, when you stopped working with your computer, you would turn it off. It would you you would turn it off and shut it down. It wouldn't work overnight to to verify your software that you had written during the day. So that has all changed, and the idea of unit testing was developed mostly coming from probably from web development, web-based development, because there the the, the cycle of development and and shipping and and, and distributing software was so much quicker than it is for for many other application domains that, yeah, people needed a good handle of, of making sure that whatever you program today could be shipped tomorrow. So testing has become more and more important and there are more and more, Good, There's more and more good understanding of the right principles and, and approaches to testing.
0: It's incredible to see hear about the changes that have happened since 1984. And, I mean, there's probably even been some incredible changes just from back in 2014 to now, like you must have seen so many in the uh, the seven years that you've obviously been with kind of found Solid SolidSand. So, yeah, it's incredible to see how far we've come and maybe even to see where things may take us, yet yet where we yet to go. What would you say kind of the main options for programmers seeking to test C compilers are?
1: Yeah, as, as a programmer, you don't want to need to have to test your compiler. You want to trust your compiler. But as I just indicated, there are application domains where you cannot blindly trust whatever you got from the vendor or even open source compilers, because nowadays there's also quite a lot of even safety critical applications that somehow require the use of open source compilers. And there's no vendor behind that. There's no one telling uh, you that okay, this is this is a compiler is useful for you. Um, so yeah, the, the options for, for testing, there there are, I think that they're twofold. So there are the main um, compiler platforms, compiler development platforms today. And those are LLVM and GCC. Uh, GCC uh, goes back. Uh, I think the first GCC compilers came out in 1990. Around that time, so when the first GCC compilers were uh, um, being developed. Uh, and for LLVM, it goes back. Uh, I think around the 2005 or so that that LLVM was first, uh, uh, yeah, being developed. By just one person, uh, a very small group of people, but um, so so these compilers have a long history, and and they are now the main open source development platforms out there. Um, if you want, if you need to trust that compiler, then then you need some kind of test suite for that. Uh, one test suite is built in with these compilers, so these compiler systems they have their built-in test suite, and yeah, if you if you look into the GCC test suite it it is fast and it's also uh, connected to what's called Bugzilla, uh, GCC's um, platform for reporting bugs in in the C compiler or the C compiler family, the whole family. and And if you look there that history that that's amazing because there are about one hundred thousand. Uh, bugs now reported for uh, for 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 the the C, C compiler, the GCC compiler, and that's an amazing collection. And that doesn't mean that that the GCC compiler is bad or anything. It actually is a very good thing that all of this information is there and being preserved. And well, what very often happens when when a bug is um, detected in in the GCC compiler, also for the LVM compiler, but is that people report it in in Bugzilla, but also Uh, At the same time, a test is created and that goes into the test suite for uh, GCC. So this this test suite for GCC, it's not 100,000 tests long because there's not all the bugs are bugs and there's overlap, etc. But uh, that's an amazing collection of tests for the GCC compiler. Now, the the interesting thing is that, and that that is open source, you can take it. But the interesting thing is if you would take that test set and apply it, for example, to LLVM, the LLVM compiler, which you would think, okay, that's fine. Uh, Both are C compilers. uh, But you would end up very unhappy because um, the the, the test suite for GCC is very specific for, for, for GCC. There are all kinds of internal... Uh, there's a lot of internal knowledge about GCC, specific flags, specific targets, that that's all in the test suite. And this test suite is is what's called um, uh, a regression suite. So it's built based on the bugs that are reported. So there's a bug and then the reaction is, okay, we built a new test for that. The test suite was never built based on the C language specification. So it is very hard to verify that, all the requirements that are specified in language definition are also in that test suite. There is no cross-referencing between the two. So even though I would say if your GCC compiler passes the GCC test suite, which it doesn't actually, because there there are always hundreds of, of errors open still, you have a very good compiler, but you don't know that it really implements the C programming language. So those open uh, open open source test suites that come with the compiler platforms, they're amazing and they're, they're very good uh, to test that piece of software, but they don't give really a guarantee that you have implemented the C programming language. There's too many options and variations and implementation specific things there. So then the second option besides these open source test suites, those are the commercial test suites. And there are... Historically, there are uh, three uh, commercial test suites, so you can license those test suites. Uh, SuperTest from SolidSense is one of them, and I'm not going to name my competitors, but uh, you'll forgive me for that. But all, all of these test suites they were based, yeah, basically based out of uh, love for the programming language. The, the people who were involved in those three commercial test suites were all involved in the in the the C programming standard committee. So. So the, the the standardization committee. These people were members of the standardization committee, and they provided these test suites. They started creating the, these test suites because they needed. We want to verify this this C compiler. We want to verify that the language is correctly implemented. Now today, yeah, our market has has grown quite a lot, and and so I'm proud to say that today we are indeed the leading provider of the of a commercial. Test suite for for the C implementation, and and we're building to improve that and and follow new language developments. There, there's a lot of develop ideas about what goes into the next standard for C. Same for C We are soon going to ship our first test suite for C plus plus twenty, which has been out for. Uh, let me take a look at the date, but. C plus plus twenty has been out for a year, but that doesn't mean that it's already mainstream and everybody uses it. So we have to also make sure that we can have time to validate our test suite as well. But C plus plus especially goes very fast. So they're talking about C plus plus twenty three already. So many of the features that go in there are already being defined today.
0: Very exciting, very exciting space as well, and so much to come. And I guess that leads me to our our last question: kind of what is next, and what does the future hold for for both C compiler testing, but also for solid sands? I know obviously you've said about your your latest testing suite out, but yeah, what is next for you guys as well?
1: We just announced a new product next to SuperTest. So SuperTest is really geared to to verifying the C implementation. So it's a collection of tests. The collection of tests is organized in such a way that you can find, okay, this test, this specific test, it corresponds to that part of the C programming language definition. So there's traceability between the two. Now, the the C implementation has two parts. One is the compiler, which does the code generator, and one is the library, and the library contains all kinds of functions, like compute the length of a string, or compute the ki- cosine of this, this number. Those, that, that is the li- library implementation. Now, both of these, the, the compiler and the library, they are defined by the programming language standard. Uh, but the difference is that that one is a tool that you use to develop the software. And the other part, the library, it's linked to your software and it goes into the safety critical component. So it's actually going into the brake controller. So there may be cosine computations there, math- mathematical computations that depend on the correct implementation of the of the library. So the library, because it goes into the safety critical component, has higher requirements for, for correctness, for, for correct implementation than the compiler because the compiler doesn't go into the car. And so we have just recently launched a new product, SuperGuard, uh, that's really geared toward the qualification of this library part, the C standard library, to make sure that that is, is working well. And that also implies, in particular, the traceability there is, is important. So showing how the, the how the requirements of the library corresponds to the test. So requirements-based testing, that's the, the key component there. If you look at the C standard, that's not just a list of requirements. It is a description. And, and there are all kinds of both implementation requirements, but also programming requirements. And those are different things. Uh, the implementation requirements, we can test and We want to test them. The programmer requirements, yeah, that's up to the programmer. So you have to distill from the language specification the implementation requirements and and that is what we've done with supercard for the c library to make that all very explicit and show very explicitly these are the requirements this is how we test them and this is the test that belongs to that so our next step and that's that's a project that's still going to take years i believe is to do the same for the c++ library because c is is a nice language Uh, but C++ is, at least the library, is 10 times bigger than the C library. So that's that. That's so much work that, that needs to be done. But there's a very high requirement from the market currently, and that is that has to do all with new developments in the car industry. There's partly that's the change into the uh, EV-based cars, of course, electric cars, but also, the push not for fully autonomy. I mean, fully autonomous driving that that will stay far out. I believe that that's not yet ready, but there's so much other driver assistant technology that helps you keep your lane and that helps you keep distance to your the, the car in front of you that help you plan the route and, and choose the, the best lanes, etc. So there's all kinds of help that the car is trying to provide assistance and that those are very complicated applications and they require high intensity sensor processing so there's radars on the car there's lidars 3d radars basically there's cameras all of those require high performance processing and those are usually programmed in c so that is why there's this high demand now for for correct c implementations including the c library so there's work to do for us there. and uh, yeah. A lot
0: of work, it sounds.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But uh, we're ready for it and we're preparing and uh, uh, going in that direction.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Marcel. It's been such a pleasure and it sounds like you know a very exciting future ahead for solid sands as well so i look forward to chatting to you again in in a few years time maybe and seeing the evolution even further and learning more about c but thank you so much for being my guest today
1: thank you it was a great uh, honor to be in the podcast and uh, yeah i'd love to talk again uh, in a couple of years show you what happened
0: electronic specifier